This episode of The Winding Stairs is made possible by freemasonryart.com. We are fortunate that we belong to one of the most ancient and honorable societies in the world. When we're together, we have great fun, we learn a lot. But when we're out and about, if we are not behaving as true gentlemen, we're doing it wrong. You're listening to The Winding Stairs, episode 32. program dedicated to Masonic education and the art of self-improvement. I am your host, Juan Sepulveda, and I thank you for joining me as we continue our journey up the winding stairs. Hello and welcome, my dear friends, to another episode. I'm very excited to be here once again behind the microphone, speaking directly to you about this great experience of becoming a better man better mason if you're a regular listener of the winding stairs you've noticed that i might have taken a little bit of time off during the summer i spend almost an entire month without putting out a new content a new episode and i appreciate your patience i have been working on a special project it's uh i've been tending to some family and business matters and that has prevented me from working directly on the winding stairs but what I have been working on I suspect that you are going to be interested in so I'll give you more details about that as we continue for now I want to start this discussion this conversation about being a gentleman everywhere being a true mason and behaving like one everywhere we go it is unfortunate that sometimes we come across people that are not as courteous or polite as we would expect. I wanna talk about four places where you're expected to be behaving like a Mason. Number one, at home. It starts with the home, and that is very important. Early on in our Masonic journey, we are told that we need to attend our home and our business that we need to continue to give priority to those things that make our household. By consequence, it is important that we behave in the correct manner in regards to our home. If you're married or you have a, a girlfriend, it is important that you show to her what a mason is. Now, how does a mason behave? A mason is a man of his word. A mason is a loyal man. I understand that we are men and that our our eye might be caught by other females as we live through life, but we are to honor that lady to whom we are committed. We are not to put ourselves in difficult situations that they would disapprove of or that society would frown upon if you did. And I recognize that for a lot of men that are going through their youth, this is something that could present a challenge. Not that it's difficult to be loyal, but temptations and distractions abound. And it is important that we recognize that our commitment as Masons, it's not just to be loyal to our brothers and the members of our fraternity, is that we're going to be men of our word in 
and out of Lodge. We've had some funny discussions on the Winding Stairs Freemasonry group on Facebook where we discussed quite extensively how should a Mason wear his ring. And people argue that you should wear with the points pointing in or with the points of the compasses pointing out. Other people say get a ring that has two square encompasses, one pointing in, one pointing out. At the end of the day, it does not matter. What matters is that when you wear your ring, you wear it with pride and that you use it as a reminder of your obligations and your commitments. Does that sound familiar? If you're a married man and you wear a wedding ring, that ring is there to help you remember your commitment. Your commitment shouldn't be something that would be easily forgotten, but it's there for you as a reminder, as a token, a symbol that's going to remind you in, in various moments that there is someone that's still, that's trusting you. And that trust is not to be violated. Another way in which you show that you're a true Mason to your lady is to treat her with great respect. When you treat your lady with respect and you are considerate of her and you're considerate of her time, then you'll be happier clearly in your relationship, but there will also be an opportunity for you to have more flexibility when it comes to spending time with your brothers. This is a topic that it requires an entire episode of its own because the the twists and turns that we can go through based on uh, experiences that I've had, experiences that some of my close brothers have had regarding our relationship with Our Lady, uh, it warrants an entire episode. But I just wanted to touch upon very clearly that the number one place in which you have to behave like a Mason is at home. And a Mason is moral is virtuous, is kind, shows empathy. And very important, a mason should be kind. Just because you're right doesn't mean you need to completely ignore kindness. How many times do we want to say a harsh word against somebody because we know we're right? But as masons, we're, we learn to circumscribe our passions, keep our passions within due bounds, that's how we shine. Is it easy? Oh my God, no way. <laughs> it is not easy to keep our passions within due bounds, especially when we're having an argument or a discussion with somebody else who has a, def uh, a different opinion that what, than the one we have. But as Masons, are we to be perfect? No. We need to be moving towards perfection. Will we ever attain it? Nope. Once we lay our working tools down and go to that celestial lodge above, even at that last moment, we're not going to reach perfection. But as one of the, the grand masters here in Florida say, we strive for perfection, but settle for excellence. You see, as we are here in this world, we're not going to achieve perfection, but we can be excellent. We will have our flaws, but we are moving in that direction of breaking off that superfluities of life and becoming a more perfect Ashler. Also, at home, we need to act as masons towards our children. For those of you who are parents, 
This is very, very important. Emulation is something that is important in our craft. We're encouraged to emulate one another and to work better and agree better. Now, emulation, as I've defined before in the podcast, is not just imitation. It's imitation with the intention of doing better. So you as a man and as a mason are laying down the foundation upon which the rest of your family can build something. For the kids in your life, you living as a man, living as a mason, shows an example of what a virtuous man does. And with your ups and downs, you will always come to point to that true north. You'll continue, in, in our case, I said, you'll point to that, th- that true east and move towards light, progressing. There is nothing that I want more than to be able to proudly say that I have led by example at home, that I have been respectful of my wife, that I have been kind to my children, and that I have made the correct decisions that can lay down a more solid foundation upon which for us to build memories. At the, at the end, that's all we have. The memories that we forge with one another. The time we spend forging those memories. And nothing better than to be proud that you did so in the correct manner. Now moving on. The second place where it is important that you behave like a mason is at work. Whether you're allowed to wear your Masonic ring, whether you're allowed to wear a pin or have Masonic emblems in your car, it doesn't matter. What's going to shine for you in that situation is your behavior. You want to make sure that the way in which you act is not one that follows other people that follows others other people's bad decisions. As a mason, you should have the integrity to stand your ground and do things correctly. This is another topic that warrants an entire episode on its own, but I want to touch up on a few things that are important to keep in mind when we live as a mason within our work environment. This means that we are honest, that we are virtuous in the decisions that we make, that we try to not just do the right thing, but inspire others to do the same. The greatest buildings that we can admire throughout history, the greatest cathedrals and the greatest castles and all of those buildings were not fabricated by just one individual. It took the cooperation of many people. Each and every one of them had to make the right decisions or follow the right procedures in order to secure that building as a solid structure. By that same logic, as you go to work and make business decisions, try to do so in a way that is going to give solidity to your business. That you're not just following orders mindlessly, but that you're behaving correctly. And when something is not right, you come forward and speak about it. This is a very complex matter. And the way in which this applies to your own line of work is going to be very different than how it is for me. But just keep in mind 
that here you have an example to work with other professionals and that you can shine as a mason. That you can lead by example. That people can see in you the difference. People can see the commitment that you have to squaring your actions. Treating others with respect as upon the level. That you're making decisions that are characteristic of an upright man. That's how you want to stand out. Making the right decisions. Have you noticed a lack of common courtesy and manners in our society? Are you concerned about the current state of our culture, where virtues and civility seem to have been neglected? If you think it is important to make courtesy common again, welcome to the Gentleman's Brotherhood. The Gentleman's Brotherhood is an exclusive community of like-minded men who want to make a difference in themselves, in their community, and in society as a whole. If you're the kind of man who values manners, civility, politeness, then you belong in the Gentleman's Brotherhood. To learn more about this community, its weekly podcast, articles, and details about how to become a full member of this community, visit thegentlemansbrotherhood.com. Returning to the conversation of places where you're expected to behave like a mason. Number three, at lodge. And this should come without saying. This should be an obvious, unnecessary one to cover. But apparently it isn't. Brothers, there are so many aspects of our interaction with other brothers that require us to remember that we're masons. And I'll give you some examples. I'll start by greeting. When we meet at Lodge, we meet on the level. Regardless of how new we are to the fraternity or how experienced and decorated one has been in our own respective Masonic career, each and every one of the men present is a brother on the level. That means that we need to divest ourselves from all the pride and all, the, all that feeling of superiority that could be associated with titles. There's nothing nicer than when I encounter a brother who is well-respected in the Masonic community, who is either a 33rd degree, a past master, a, a past grandmaster. There's nothing nicer to come across them and for them to call you brother and shake your hand and speak to you like if you're all the same. That's how it should be. That's how it should always feel. And don't get me wrong, it's not, this is not something that I experience often, but I've heard that it happens. And, and it really shouldn't because this is the place where we come together on the level and we should make each other comfortable so that we can then explore the, the different topics that Masons discuss. During a tile meeting, by all means, you have to stay away from politics religion, and anything that is divisive. That doesn't mean that you are not going to discuss difficult topics, but it means that anything that is divisive, that it could present a, a great challenge 
to the harmony of the lodge, like for example, politics and religion, that should remain outside of the door. However, that doesn't mean that Masons don't speak about difficult topics. We are distinguished by our fortitude, our courage, our ability to utilize logic and rhetoric in a respectful manner. The only way in which one can develop those skills or improve upon those particular virtues is by engaging in conversations that are difficult. I encourage you to explore topics that can help you grow as a man, grow as a mason, grow as a husband, as a professional. Those are the kind of topics that you want to discuss with these other mans who meet with you on the level. You need to be a little bit outside of your comfort zone in order for you to be able to stretch and grow, right? What better place to do this than in the presence of your brothers? Now, if you ever come across a topic that it's a little bit sensitive, but still permissible within the lodge property, discuss it carefully. Have empathy with a brother if they have a different opinion. Don't be chastising. Don't be condescending. Don't be patronizing if somebody has an opinion that differs from yours. Instead, show brotherly love, restraint, affection, and discuss the topic as best as you can while keeping in mind that the man sitting across from you is your brother and he's going to be there next time. And if anything happens to your family, that's the man that's going to stand up and help them. Two very important things about topics within the lodge. Be careful with the topics that you discussed, but don't cower away from topics that might be difficult. It gives you room for growth. Another difficult topic that you want to stay away from is other brothers. Don't give way to gossip. This is something that could be bring so much disharmony into the lodge. If you know of a brother that is doing something that you think it's questionable, or you think he's speaking or behaving in a, in a manner unbecoming of a mason or a gentleman, approach that brother. And be prudent, too, to approach him in the right moment. You don't want to approach him when he's aggravated or he's at the mercy of his passions. Take some moment, perhaps make an appointment or, or take him out for coffee one day and have a conversation. Let him know what your concern is. This is something that it's insidious and it's very detrimental to the harmony of the lodge. When brothers start talking about one another, it's, it's really, really hard. Here is one moment in which you can exercise that virtue of fortitude and courage. Be courageous, but still remain courteous as you approach this brother with wise counsel. And the fourth and final place where you're expected to behave like a mason might come as a surprise to some of you, but it is online. More and more, we're spending more time online. On Facebook, Twitter, all these various social media places. And it is very important that we remain behaving as Masons when we are interacting on the internet. Many of the transactions that happen online are virtually permanent and can haunt you for many years to come. So be careful how you behave online. Just because you're standing miles away behind a keyboard 
doesn't take away the importance of being courteous when interacting with other people. You have to be polite. Lead by example. And one thing that this almost mirrors the time that you spend with your brothers in lodge is that you need to treat everybody else with respect. Don't be condescending. Don't be patronizing. And I understand sometimes we come across posts that really boil our blood. Just because we're Masons doesn't mean that we don't have passions. We're told to keep our passions within due bounds. That doesn't mean remove and completely eliminate your passions. I've described it before. Just because you're an upright man and Mason doesn't make you immune to being angry. Just be prudent. Make sure that you're speaking whenever it's a proper time for you to speak. That you're not speaking in anger or writing in anger or lashing out at somebody for having a different opinion than you. Uh, we've been fortunate enough that we have a group on Facebook. It's called the Winding Stairs Freemasonry Group. And one of the things that has made that group so popular is the fact that we get together there and we discuss difficult topics. We talk about a lot of different things that might put us out of our comfort zone. Topics that have the potential of expanding our mind and, and helping us be more tolerant of other people, of being more flexible with our, with our expectations of people. Topics that are going to help us broaden our, our understanding of things that are foreign to us. But one thing that I'm committed to do, along with the other five brothers that helped me moderate that group, is that we want to keep that an amicable, welcoming place where people can have discussions without sacrificing courtesy and manners. So don't hold back from participating in conversations that might seem difficult. You know, here is an opportunity again for you to exercise the, the liberal arts of uh, rhetoric and logic. Those are things that here you have an opportunity to, to become stronger in your communication skills if you allow yourself to, to do it. Remember, people are watching you. You're going to be, if you're going to be a Mason at home, you have to be a Mason at work. You have to be a Mason on the road. You have to be a Mason at Lodge. And you're not exempt to behaving like a Mason when you are behind the keyboard. There's a kind of behavior that I really detest. I really, really, this is one of those things that boils my blood. And those who are close to me know this to be true. Whenever someone, and I call these the keyboard cowards, and these are people who, who take this bravado when they're behind a keyboard, and they become aggressive, and they start attacking people, and they start either making fun or being bullies. Listen, brothers, there is nothing gentlemanly about being a bully. There is nothing Masonic about being a bully. And your keyboard is not a shield. It doesn't protect you against the opinion of other people. It doesn't change the way that others are going to perceive you when you're being aggressive and antagonizing to others online. I encourage you, brother. Take this opportunity that you have to connect with wise people from around the world. In a matter of seconds, you can have a conversation with someone who is in another continent. Explore their world, their life experience. Don't squander that opportunity by being 
aggressive and being belligerent. Take that opportunity to, to grow. As man and masons, we are in this constant journey up the winding stairs to acquire more knowledge, to become wiser, to become more virtuous in our daily lives. And here, with the tools of the internet, you have a great opportunity to exercise those virtues and those qualities on a daily basis. Don't squander that. Be grateful for what you have and use it to the best of your ability as you continue your journey up the winding stairs. If you found this episode helpful, and if you think that some of your brothers at Lodge could benefit from the information you heard today, I encourage you to share this with them. Present this to your worshipful master or your Lodge education officer or even your district instructor, whomever could help spread the word about this particular component of education. It will be helpful if we have that reminder of where it's important for us to behave as Masons. The answer is simple, should be everywhere, but this should be a good tool to remind them of places in which they are visible and they need to be representing themselves and the craft accordingly. Two of the places discussed here were also discussed in previous episodes of the Masonic Roundtable. If you haven't checked it out, every Tuesday evening at 10 p.m., we record a live conversation between Masons from around the country in various topics about Masonry. And two episodes in particular that I would like to recommend, episode 23 and episode 74, we talk about etiquette at Lodge, Lodge etiquette, and also online Masonic etiquette. Check those out. You can go to themasonicroundtable.com for more details. You can also find the program on YouTube, iTunes, or anywhere you can find a podcast. Please remember that one way to support this program is to visit freemasonryart.com. This is the website where I share my Masonic art, as well as Masonic regalia, including custom-made aprons and pin display aprons. I invite you to check those out. Go to freemasonryart.com. In the middle of the program, you also heard a new business that I'm starting. This is a new project. It is not Masonic in nature, but I am sure that Masons will find this interesting and edifying. And it's called the Gentleman's Brotherhood. If you want to find out more information about the Gentleman's Brotherhood, I encourage you to go visit www.thegentlemansbrotherhood.com. You can listen to our weekly podcast, YouTube videos, as well as many more programs that are coming down the line. I'm very excited about this program. I'm partnering up with some very influential individuals that can help us find better ways to behave more like a gentleman. So don't miss it. Go to thegentlemansbrotherhood.com. As I say goodbye for now, I invite you to keep the things that we talked about today in your mind. That you should be behaving as a mason wherever you go. That you shine with the light that has been imparted upon you and inspire other men to also seek more light. Until we speak again, may your steps be firm and your path illuminated as we continue our journey up the winding stairs.